When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let's go. Let's rock it. What's up, you guys? Welcome to Bitch on TV. This is episode 12 of Survivor titled The Ex-Girlfriend at the Wedding. My name is Julia. This is the first time you're hearing me do the intro. I just went in on it. How did you do? That was amazing. Uh, you're doing it from now on. I'm not doing <laughs> no, that anymore. No, that's, that's a pass. That's a no, pass. No, I sound nasally every time I do it. So it's you from now well, on. Okay, great. Now what? What do you think of the, the episode? <laughs> <laughs> that's where I, this is where I bow out. Now, now it's on you again. Yeah, I <laughs> thought this was a great episode. I can't believe we're already at the finale. This feel like it, it really flew by, but I really think it's heating up. I, I'm really enjoying this top six and I'm even more pumped for the top five. No offense to Drew, because I really was like on his side for a lot of the season. Yeah. It really felt like his time. Him and Austin hadn't been challenged at all this season. And to see him boast and whatever this whole season just being like, or not this whole season, this whole episode. So he he even clocks it. He's like, I'm blowing hot air up, you know, whatever it is. My own ass. My own ass. I was so excited to see him go because that really felt like everyone's playing the game now, right? Jake and Katora are noticing that they can't just like anyone but me. Like that doesn't work anymore yeah. at this point. Great episode for Jake. Him saying, mm-hmm. I need to be in control of every person who goes home from now on. Like they're understanding that they need to like come up with a little story at Tribal and no and no one really has one but D and Mama J, I would say right mm-hmm. now. D, I think, has the most compelling story, which is why I'm a little scared for her next episode. If she doesn't win immunity, yeah. I'm a little scared. Yeah. I agree with you in everything you just said. Wow. Um, surprise, surprise. Um, no, Drew, I was like very pro-Drew in really the majority of the season. I know yeah. we hit kind of like a drag as of late with three before just like bulldozing everybody. Um, yep. And yes, this like little montage of him just like saying the cockiest stuff. Being yeah, like, I I really see like a a clear a clear path for me, and like hopefully I'm not like you know counting all my chickens before they hatch, but like I'm cruising into like the cleanest final five possible, and like I am JT and Steven. I am them both. <laughs> And I love that it keeps happening to me where I'm listening to podcasts and listening to shows and people are referencing seasons I had just happened to watch. And I'm like, fuck, yes. Yeah. Obviously, Steven and JT is token teens. Actually, Jeff says token teens. You might be right. But I Googled the pronunciation and it's token teens. So I feel like Jeff flopped it for all of us. Maybe I say what Jeff says. It's so true. Always. Um, I, I think that if if I was on Survivor, I would not be speaking in such like exactitudes. I don't even know what word I'm saying, but I wouldn't be speaking in such definite like like saying I am so excited that Julie is going home tonight. Yeah. Speak in the way that's like if all goes to plan, Julie will go home and then it'll be a clean final five and I think I have a good path. It's not like Julie's going home and I'm fucking killing it, bro. Like I I know. You know? 
Yeah, but yeah, that's just that me under- my self-awareness. I I would be like hyper aware of how I'm coming off. Sure. And like Which, that is yeah. also because we are women. We identify as women. That's and true. Drew identifies as a man. Um, so he <laughs> so can do true. all that. <laughs> um, this was a really bad episode for Drew. <laughs> Him yeah. being like the babysitter on the beach and like saying how he was so like he's he's ungrateful he, he was ungrateful oh my for God. Being he has to like clean rice off of a pot yeah and like he was just like big whiny baby well i think survivor did him a service by not posting that deleted scene which is just jake raking drew over the coals did you watch it of i him being it like, to you oh yeah, like oh. Jake's like, you know, Drew's a little moody, man. Like he yeah. he's like a bit of a baby. It's like everything annoys him and everything, which I d- actually did not get from the season. I wasn't picking up mm-hmm. on him being mm-hmm. like a complainer. Drew to me is always just someone who like a know-it-all. He's going to explain yeah. the game to you. He's going to explain it in a metaphor that or analogy that I just don't care about. Um, but in general, I thought he was a smart game player. I thought that Drew really was smart in the fact that like he would have had a good story at tribal i think because no one knew exactly how in control of the game he was but drew never let anyone think that he was the one making decisions even though he was he was guiding the game in a way which which is great i might be a little hard to sell at tribal when you're that is hard sell blatantly in charge um I'm excited that I'm excited that Drew went home instead of Julie because I think like after this episode he um it, it was good television to see him go on all those rants and then get sent home. Yeah, and then be like, you know, I wish I could say like Survivor transformed me. Or no, I, he didn't yeah. even wish. He doesn't even wish that. He says like I I can't say that Survivor transformed me. It's like, okay, well, what you just yeah, right. I get and the, and this is me going back on like I'm doubling back on all my things of saying like People need to be playing for a million dollars. This is not like the experience of the game and like the journey it takes you on and like the friends we met along the way. But like he basically was like, I came here as Basile. I'm leaving as Basile because Basile is perfect. I didn't need transformation. True. And not only that, but he's like, I wish I could say that this blah, 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 blah. And then he goes, I hope I have an opportunity to grow another time like not even on survivor like not a a chance to come back to survivor and do this again and no it was like i hope i get some other opportunity to help me grow because this sure didn't help me that's how it came off i don't know he was just like kind of said it in a weird phrasing which he he said it wrong but it cracked me up both times i was like this fucking guy (laughs) my guy my guy i also loved seeing austin sweat in the final tribal and kind of look at D, kept looking at D, but D would just was like looking forward, man. She's going to mm-hmm. have a tough conversation with Austin next week. And I'm really excited about that. I can't wait to see that. And because it, it truly, I was just explaining it to Peter. I like paused the screen and like had them all in one view at tribal council. And I was like, okay, so listen, last week, these two wanted to blindside Julie. I was like pointing to all of them. Yeah. But basically, Austin prevented it from... Austin told D because he didn't want to blindside D in the process of blindsiding Julie. Same scenario, same like oh, things yeah. on the table, and D does not. Does and not she swore choose. on her mother? I fucking she love swore that. on that mama. Um, no, I was so happy. I'm like, I I'm so glad she didn't. This this is I don't want to say the first episode because I've kind of like liked D along the way. Mm-hmm. But she was rubbing me the wrong way when she was like, she she's had some like very cocky moments, but I really she emerged to me in this episode as like 
this feels like her game to lose. D tackling her way with that big smile through her uh, her confessionals is so cute. And it is very Parvati-esque. I think someone said that during mm-hmm. our um our watch party that someone's like a very poverty of her to just be like big cheesing while she's talking about just like fucking people over. I love it. I love that. She's gunning for that million dollars. She's like, listen, I really like Austin, but I'm going to lie to whoever I have to, to get this million. And that is exactly how you should play. And I think you had mentioned this before, but our first season was Kagayan, which is like, Mm -hmm. um, obviously Tony is like the villain of that season. And like, he was swearing on everyone he knows and lying and we were like, wow, what a piece of shit. Like, fuck uh, that guy. We didn't understand the game. Now I like almost respect it. As long as like, if it's someone cool like D, when Austin was like, she's just so cool. I'm like, you're right. She is really cool. I know fan. that that like little that talking head of him leading into his stupid backstory stupid, of just being like, yeah. I went through a growth spurt. Like I'm almost like a weird teenager, like or whatever. Like, okay, we all we all same. Yeah. Raise your hand. I if had you want. acne and now I'm hot. Yeah. Um, what adversity. But I also loved, I also loved that being like D's we- weaving into that of being like, she's just so awesome. Like, how, and she's talking to me. And like, we, I said this when we watched it, but I'm like, yeah, well, it's you or 16 yeah. other people. So, yeah. like, and honestly, it's even less than that because you guys were on the same tribe. So I don't know why. Okay. It was either you <laughs> or Sifu, dude. Yeah. So <laughs> it was going to be you. <laughs> It was always going to be you. It was you, Sifu, or Drew. Yeah. Aren't those the only men who were on that tribe? Yeah. And then... Yeah. So, Mom, come on, man. J Mama. J Mama, Mama J, J Mama. And, <laughs> um, and who else? Yeah, that's it. And and D, yeah. So, I almost wanted to talk about everyone in silos. Like, just talk about Jake and then just talk about Katora. But I don't even know that, that we can is. do this. I mean, we Why can. Not? Let's start. Let's start with at least coming back from tribal because normally we can just like skip this part. They're always like, "Wow, blindside," or like, "Oh, we dogpiled someone." But I actually thought this was really interesting because the Bellows really had no idea that Mama J had an idol, so yeah. that idol was always hidden. I can't even recall if they know that Austin and Drew have an idol the other idol that Austin wasted today and played in such a flop way. Like that did not know help him at all. He needed to play that. Though. He needed to play that for points, not just for it to be like, just in case. Like if he's, he played that for Drew, that would have been insane. He's a dumb, 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 dumb. But the bellows have never been like, Oh, well, Austin has that idol or Drew has that idol They're They think nobody has an idol. I, I'm pretty no. sure. Katora and, and Jake. So, they're kind of being like, Julie, where'd you get it? Julie's like, hmm, great story. Just kind of Julie being maniacal in this was so funny to me. I love it. Oh my it. God. And she's the best. Like she understands it's a game. And Drew's like, get the fuck off me, man. Get the fuck I off me. Like, he's so salty that he can't even change his mindset to be like, you know, I tried to blindside a friend. Someone I cried with the episode before that we were going to have to turn on each yeah. other at some point. And him being like, get off me, get off me. Like, I'm so pissed my plan didn't work. It's like, you are the biggest fucking baby in the world. Like, yeah. that's when you grovel. You you say, well, you know, you're His such approach- a good player. We had to get you out at some point. Everyone loves their mom. We got to get you out. Instead, they were just like, yeah, we can look, try for Reba again. It's like, what the fuck are you talking about? His approach was so bad and Julie's was so good in being like, hey, can we have that talk like we've been meaning to have like whatever. And and her basically saying like, I was 100 percent like 
you guys told me you were a hundred percent. She was like, yeah, I could still be a hundred percent. That doesn't sound like the definition of a hundred percent. And also, and she's like, where does this leave us? Like, I'm trying to build this thing back up. And it really backed him into a corner. Cause he's like, I see pathways or like roots where this could still now his approach was all wrong in exactly that moment. I loved her tackling them and him just being so pissed about it because he could not see past the point of his own failure to execute on what he was like yep thinking it was going to go down in history as like the biggest blind side she acted the way you want someone to act she dogpiled on him she said do you remember the good old days and then also i love that you remember the good old days and and you're just like what does that mean that's not the rebuttal <laughs> it's like you fucked me over so he's like what's been going on that's what he said to her it's like what's been going on with you you voted me you tried to vote me out. okay austin is not playing this game he's not playing this game the only way he's playing is with like brute force and like athleticism in the challenges and that's the only thing he is going for him he's yeah truly i wrote down my like if i could have it my way like what's the rest of the season look like and i'm happy with any anything any way it shakes out as long as austin goes home at five yeah, I agree with that. That that would be a very solid final four. Yes. And Jake had such a good episode this episode. He was fucking cracking me up both times. So like funny. just 10 out of 10. I agree. Austin is he's just boring. I think he's handsome. I get it. Like I I get the appeal of Austin just he's such a goofy good dude like him geeking over D. You understand that he's such a good boy. And that's great. And I love yeah. a good boy, but I don't think he'd have a compelling final tribal. Honestly, I would honestly love to hear what he has to say for himself. Yeah, a little bit. Same. I was thinking that too. I'm like, who do I like? What is what is all these people's stories? Like what what is Couture going to say? I know she realizes she needs to make some moves. She's like trying to build a resume trying to find an idol, trying to like make a make a move with Jake. Jake, same kind of the same scenario. The thing about Jake, though, is that he, I think, thinks he has a resume, but everyone's confessionals are like, oh, I'm letting Jake think that this is his plan. But like what he doesn't know is I'm working with so and so and like he's the last to know again. I think the issue is Jake does a lot of scheming and him getting the idol and playing it in a good way, cool way. Next episode is going to matter a fuck ton. I think it's going to he's going to have to save somebody like if couture is the name he's gonna have to save couture to get ariba out or something like that but he doesn't really have an alliance so him saving somebody he'd have to have a good reason for it couture is like the only one he could save that would like matter i feel like it's like why would you save d why would you save austin why would you save julie and like like saving yourself is it's fine Um, it's not as flashy wait what was i saying right before that we're just talking about how much jake was making us laugh Drew is the worst. Austin's not playing this game. Yeah. We could pivot to something else. I forget what I was going to say. Well, did you want to talk about people like in individual containers? Yeah. Let's talk about let's talk about that. But first, let's just do the quick reward cha- challenge. Austin wins. Um, yeah. Drew is super sad. Did you feel bad about his like getting picked last on the recess? No. Okay. Um, did you? No, and I do get that he's like no one's ever picked me for a cha- uh, like a reward, yeah. but I'm also like the only real options was when Emily didn't pick him. I feel like that's the only other time where he could have been picked and wasn't. There wasn't 
too many cool rewards on this one. I feel like a lot yeah. of the season was like, there's two teams. If you win, you go to reward. If you don't win, you don't like, there wasn't a lot of picking people to go to reward. So I, I do yeah. feel bad if he feels that way within, like if he's, if he has mm -hmm. that like in him as like a kind of like a trauma as a childhood. But in general, I was kind of like giggling that he had to like go back with Jake and, and mama J yeah. and, and quote unquote babysit. And then those two just ran wild anyway <laughs> picking peppas yeah let's let's talk about picking peppas on the trees we we're picking peppas yeah, the on the leaves on the rocks <laughs> <laughs> i also love him just being like julie's a grown woman i'm not gonna babysit her yeah like, and him yeah i mean like like, I'm, fun I'm, a, I'm a cool babysitter, Julie. Like, <laughs> I, I was like, that's hot. Yeah, it's kind of hot. Jake's back in my hot, hot list. When he's in his boxers on the wrapped and shoving thing in his junk, things in his not, junk. Not particularly, but like I liked it. It made sense for him to be doing that, to be like, I'm changing. But then it's like, why are the cameramen here then? I was trying to figure out what was on his boxers. I was like pausing oh. it to be like, what is that? That's what like you were zooming in on? His What was on the boxers? Well, I can tell you, it looked like, like a toucan sitting under an umbrella. Boxer. I can't like those. Everyone, everything everyone briefs. is wearing is so foul that I can't even like think it through. You know what I was thinking during this, um, during my rewatch? And I was like, I in particular, I will speak for myself. I talk so much shit about like these people have shit on their teeth. These people have like one point drew like looks like he had both of his ears pierced because he had so much dirt on his earlobes. And I was like, I need to stop talking about how disgusting everybody looks. But then I'm remembering that like there's a reason why they put these people in the dirty jungle with like nothing to clean themselves is because like, that's part of why we watch it. Like we're yeah. there to, as, as a point, like as a point of entertainment, we're there to see people be filthy, disgusting monsters. That's how you looked when I used to visit you at camp. <laughs> I will continue. <laughs> really? That bad? No. I had like a shower. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> with you. No, these people look so disgusting. Yeah. Well, and I don't feel bad saying that because that's part of no. like what you sign up for. I mean, yeah, we were like Emily's Emily's mock neck was the foulest thing in the oh, world. Here's what I have to say about that is that this weekend we my family, we went to my cousin's wedding and like we showed up after a car ride. It was like three hour car ride. I get out. My sister's like, you have shit in your teeth. And she's like, and your hair looks greasy. Are you going to shower? And I'm like, OK, the only insult I could say think to say back to her was she was wearing this like little yellow mock neck and I was like well you look like Emily because <laughs> she did she was wearing like a like a mustard little like Emily what did she say neck. and she did not take it as an insult because it really isn't insulting but it was the only ammunition I could think of in the moment she so. would be like you have shit in your teeth you're disgusting I know I know I was like you brat did you wash your hair I had to. I had done like a hair mask and it was just okay. like my hair is like finer. So like the hair mask was not a good move. So I had to rewash my hair. But I was like, OK, well, you look like Emily. <laughs> <laughs> Emily was stone cold in this episode. She was a killer. And you know who uh, was annoying me again? Kelly. Kelly. Stop being like main character energy on the jury. You've got Ugh. loaded out. And why do they keep giving her the time of day to be like, this is crazy. Oh, my God. I'll great, tell you. Great thing to great say. Question. Great yeah. Great question. Like because she was ego stroking Jeff because Jeff asked the question. She's like, that was a great question. It's like Jeff's like, keep that in. doing this in. for for 50 years. Like, it's the same questions. What are you talking about? Yeah. Keep that in. I, yeah. Honestly, at tribal, sometimes when Jeff is just like poking and prodding the bear. 
I'm like, would you fucking cool it? Sometimes he will only ask the person he knows is going home. Like, yeah, Julie, if it's tonight, if it's what has this experience been for you? Or like, he'll be like, Julie, how sure are you that you're safe tonight? Just to the person who's probably like, going Julie, home. I hear you're going home tonight. <laughs> how do you feel about this? Like, I know that like he's supposed to be prodding because like the tribal council can change your mind about who you're voting. Like you could be on on a teetering yeah. edge and fall one way or the other. But sometimes I'm like, Jeff, fucking stop. You're blowing yeah. up the spot. Oh, speaking of blowing up her spot, I feel like D was like talking too much during this trial. I had that written down. So when she was mouth. like, and I also for myself don't think the top three, but my final three is what I think it may be. Like she was just like, she. What kept- do you read into that? What do you what do you read into that? And what do you think? Like, what do you think that that potentially gives away, though? Because I agree, but I was like, but why do I feel like she said too much? Because I could go either know. way. So the few questions that were asked were like, are alliances set? And D was like, no. And that could mean Julie or that could mean Drew or that could mean Austin. You know what I mean? They kept yeah. like cutting in scenes of Austin looking worried at her, which I'm sure are not like chronological. Like they're just trying yeah. to make you sweat a little bit thinking like Austin's like his gears are turning, but there's no way that his gears were turning playing this idol for himself. Like his gears are not turning. No. What gears? They, they haven't turned once, but no. um. And then the second one was, um, <laughs> I know, I'm a, I'm a bitch. Uh, we're so bad. <laughs> we are savage, as D would say. Yeah. Savage. And then the second uh, question was, does everyone have a final three? And then D said, yeah. yes, everyone has a final three. And then she could have just left it at that. And then she said, like, but I don't think everyone's final three is the final three that it'll end up being, including my own. And so it was like, wait, what? <laughs> Uh, yeah it was that- confusing enough to make the people around her be like wait what but everyone knows how close her and mama J are at least the reba does so i think drew and austin were just thinking like she's talking about mama J when she was really talking about drew i think now they'll know after tonight's or this week's vote they'll know that she was close with her but she did a really good job of tricking them that sh- and still voting with them even though like that was the best move yep for her to still have voted for julie because then she she's like playing two votes out mm-hmm. okay where what yeah. were we saying before tribal council with like d and them so then um we keep so, saying we're gonna talk about everyone like <laughs> i know we're not there i mean list. this is why it's <laughs> like i we can maybe do that next episode but there's just so many okay. dynamics in this one Okay, so we talked about the reward challenge when Austin wins. We talked about uh, the three that have to stay at home looking for Peppas. But let's talk about quickly the sand spit and the the Couture being the third wheel. I loved it. I Mm -hmm. don't care about the sand spit. Like, I don't even know what they were eating. Like, I couldn't even tell. And I and I wasn't listening. I feel like it was like charcuterie or something. Yeah, it was was just like meats and cheeses or something. What do you think about like? the chemistry between Austin and D and like the hand on the thigh and it was so listen it's good television I'm like enjoying it because my mouth was agog the whole time just being like what am I watching um first of all I want to just say helicopter I called it you did we were getting something something in helicopter give give you your flowers for that one thank you this was like a cooler reward but it was still not that cool 
Like, I want them to go to, like, a watering hole and, like, do flips and dives and stuff. I mean, they... Or, yeah. like, go and do capoeira. Oh, yeah, we loved that. And token teens, they did, like, white water rafting into a, like, oh my a, God, yeah. like a local family cooking the meals. And then yeah. we... And I love that. And, like, Taj is, like, holding that little baby, yeah. that little girl, and just, like... Like, that- like eats it off of the bench. Like they don't let our survivors talk to fucking anybody anymore. It's like, this is the circle. No one else comes in. I wonder if that's, that's like a like COVID restriction. Psychological thing. Oh. Maybe, I but. I think it's like d- deprivation of like, it's like, these are their only people. Like, because they could ask the locals, they could be like, pull someone into a corner and be like, listen, here's the scenario. Here's who's left on the beach. It's like they're phoning a friend. True, 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 true. <laughs> it's like bet on this on on like fucking online betting services. I'm sure they have it, like fucking casinos. And there's a, they even used to do things where they would like have somebody local come and teach them like how to find food and how to forage and what the best things to eat and like yeah. like better ways to fish and you can win that as an, a, a reward. They just don't do that anymore. So like the sand spit was underwhelming, but I'm sure the the helicopter flyover was cool and like. Yeah, it was cool. It was savage. Yeah. Um, Drew was a baby. He just like stood there with his arms crossed. The hand on the thigh was like, it was so, it was like, I would honestly rather be at like the babysitter's club than like be this third wheel. What? Oh, oh, oh. I was like, the babysitter's, <laughs> babysitter's club. I would yeah. rather be the babysitter's club. Um, I, I think that like Katora likes D, and I yeah. think she's like, the fact that Katora said to Jake, I think I can get D and they're like little like cute girl moment. That. That's girlhood, baby. One, two, three. Drew. Drew. And then like jumping up, squealing like they I'm were like, out of slumber. Where party. is anyone like, else? Are they not hearing you guys like rejoice? No. Katora was also screaming in her one. We were saying this when we were watching it live, like her one confessional on the beach. Yeah. She was like, I'm screaming at the top of her lungs (laughs) over the ocean waves i'm sure but yeah i mean i think that katora and jake are unlikely allies in this top five now top six and uh, i think katora it really likes d and and thinks they can move together and they did right like they Mm -hmm. katora brought in d so it is funny to say like what is katora's story what is jake's story yeah. And do they overlap? Because Katora thinks she pulled in D. Jake wanted to go to fucking rocks or pull 3 he 3. Wanting to was... go to rocks. Yeah. So they needed D, but I get what he's saying where, like, if Drew plays an idol, we're beat. And, and either. And also, it's a move that D doesn't get to put on her resume. Like, I get yeah. that more than. And Katora's like, oh, yeah, I didn't think of that. I'm like, yeah, I probably wouldn't I mean, thought of that either. D has so many moves that she she's a challenge beast. She did this Mama J stop the Mama J blind side. Mm-hmm. She basically orchestrated the Drew the not Drew orchestrated blinds. the Drew blind side, but it we I'll were able to blind side Drew because she was playing the Reba's so hard that yeah. they thought and lying to Austin, her biggest confidant. I mean, to be fair, we were kind of mad at D for saying that saying to Joy that Austin was her number one. But yeah. obviously, Julia is her number one. We've well, seen she's still it over calling the them two my two number ones. Like that's not how number one work. That's not how numbers work. No, nope. not how integers work, baby. So true. Is it an integer? That's I don't know. One. I don't know, but I'm number. going with it. Okay. But yeah, anything else from the reward challenge you wanted to talk through? I don't think I have very much. Um, 
Yeah, I really liked Katora being like, I was just so excited that they that you were getting to go. I didn't even think about me getting to go. <laughs> she keeps like being shocked that people are bringing her on these. I liked Dee's little talking head of saying, anytime a man tells you to oh my tells God. you something, you don't believe them until they put action behind their words. I was like, yeah, girl. Badass. Yeah. yeah. And I loved when at two two times this happened in this, which was great, like editing, funny, cute thing. So Dee is like saying that whole thing and she's like blabbering, blabbering, blabbering about Austin. And she goes, yes. wait, what was the question? Yeah. I loved that. That was so cute. And she was mm-hmm. smitten. And then earlier later when Jake... Yes, is like, that was the yeah, other one I, I was to. I was like in a play in my underwear, like it was college, you know, mm-hmm. and he's like, like smiling about it. And he's like, so, OK, so and then yeah, gets back I into love the game both play. of those. Those yeah. were two really great edits from the confessionals. And yeah. they were like a little like fourth wall breaky, but yep. in a good way. I liked it. Yep. So D wins immunity. Great win against Austin. She quite literally didn't move. She yeah. was unwavering up there, which was so sick. I'm glad I like, wasn't giving him Austin. some heat, too. What was she saying specifically? She was like, you worried? Are you worried? I'm not worried. I love that. I got it. Yeah. That was like very Parvati-esque. If if Austin yeah. had won, he would have just given... Oh, he could have given it to D too. I wonder who he would have given the idol to because he didn't need to play Probably it. Drew. That was the last week he could have played it. I wonder if he would have give it, given it to Drew or D because D might have been part of the conversation if D wasn't immune because D is a big threat. Yeah, and she might have also been like, Listen, like she could have been like, Julie is coming for me. I need you to give me the amulet. And Austin would be so like, true. sure, whatever you say. That actually, yeah, that would have worked out great. She would have, D would have figured out a way to prevent Austin from playing the amulet on Drew. I love when she's walking away. Like all the acting in this episode from D was great. And she's like, so I'm not good. a good actor. I don't have a reason to lie in my real life, but this is crazy. I can't believe I'm like pulling this off. Yeah, she, she had me going. When Mama J goes, D, can I have a moment of your time? And they both like skulk away and D's like, hurry, I'm gonna start laughing. Like yeah. I was like, that is so funny. Like yeah. just girls being girls. I love it. I love when girls or, control the game. Or when she's um I thought she did a good job with Austin on the beach too. She played Austin and Drew both very well. And there was a moment though that they have this conversation on the beach before Julie comes and tackles them. The Reba three. And then they cut to a confessional with Drew being like, this tribe is not winning any Oscars. And I was like, shit, he knows Dee's lying, but he did not. He meant that Julie saw that everyone else was lying to her and that's why she played the idol. Yep. Like he still couldn't. Yeah, he's he's. Yeah. Enough about him. Totally. I I actually (laughs) would really love to see both Dee and Mama J in Final Tribal to see how they differentiate themselves from each other since they have been playing very similar games besides the fact that Dee's a standout because she's winning immunity challenges and she's going against some people in her alliance to keep her one true alliance, which I think is Mm -hmm. like great. They're a good pair. I'm a big fan. Um, So Dee wins immunity and then, so now it's just time to deliberate and then my favorite part of the episode really was D figuring out whether or not she was going to tell Austin. I think that was great really? because yeah, I guess. if she told him, it would have been my least favorite part of the episode. But since she didn't and she's like just lying to this guy who's obsessed with her, I think that's going to make for great TV next episode. I think that's like tease it up for just fantastic television. I think she's just going to be like, listen, Drew is a threat and you were never going to vote for him. It's kind of helped your game. Like, I can't wait to see what Austin does without Drew. What is he going to do? I know. What is he going to do? 
I don't know, but I'm pumped he's not there because this is a great final five. I'm glad it, yeah. there's some bellows left. I'm Me really too. Glad. And I'm glad it's those bellows. Yeah. I think Jake and Katura are like unlikely heroes because Katura's whole season has been about Bruce and now she's finally can make it about her. And then Jake's whole thing has been like, doop, 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 doop. yeah. And so he can come out swinging now. Which is Have great. you listened to any other coverage on this week's episode? Yeah, I listened to Drop Your Buffs okay. at both at the Patreon and the normal. So then you heard like this like theory that's going around about Katora's being the winner being the winner that's interesting yeah i i did i wanted I did to know how you that. felt about that um i don't know i feel like if i were to be the winner you don't have to okay so for everyone listening i i had mentioned it on an earlier episode i think i did or maybe i didn't but katora maybe episode six or seven maybe episode six put a tiktok up and it was her explaining like she can't believe that every confessional she has is her bitching about Bruce. Like the only mm-hmm. airtime she gets is when she's bitching about Bruce. And she basically like was kind of shitting on Bruce being like he like talked down to me at every point more than anyone else. He treated me like shit. It was awful. Like I hated being on the island with him basically. And she's like, like I I hate that the only coverage I'm getting is shitting on Bruce because it's not who I am. Like I'm not, I'm not the type of person who's going to go on a television show and only talk about one thing. Yeah, I feel like if she was the winner, she wouldn't have felt the need to clarify that so early. To me, it almost felt like she was going to go home around then. Mm-hmm. But to me, it feels like if you're the winner, you just wait until you're the winner and then say like... And then you go watch, yeah. Yeah, like you say, I really didn't think I was gonna... I don't know. Well, the theory behind it, I guess, is that... and And we're in such an age now that the fan reaction has become so integral to the success of the season. And like a lot of it has to go into the editing. So it's like, we think about, I know we don't like to talk winners, but there was a, there was a new era, a season past winners, rather um, a new era season where the person who won, like their whole MO was like, I stayed under the radar and the editing wasn't done in such a way that like, he really did that they really did stay under the radar yeah to the point where everyone was like shocked that this person won yeah and like disappointed by it that i think i could see a world where katora could be the winner and is really upset and bummed about the edit that she's getting because it's not going to make for a fan favorite winner does that make sense that totally makes sense and i'll just say that I think Katora winning would be great for me. I, I, love I it. that is not disappointing. Like who you're talking about before. I think Katora's shitting on Bruce was hilarious. And I think it was mm-hmm. well-deserved. I think she was speaking for the people. And I think that Bruce was <laughs> annoying and that was her experience. And if he really was like treating her like shit, then that's so annoying. And like, I would be in confessionals being like, what the fuck? And in the TikTok, she says, like, I feel like the confessionals was the only place I could speak my truth because if you're around camp just shitting on Bruce 24 7, everyone's going to be like, Tora's so annoying. So, like, when you're in the confessional with the producers, yeah. it's the only time you can tell an yeah, absolute truth without it, without it affecting your game. So, mm-hmm. I, I understand why she might think that and be like insecure if she is the winner. But I also think that that's not how I see it. I, I'm like, fuck yeah. If Tora won, like, Queer person mm-hmm. of color, let's fucking go. She's mm-hmm. she's so funny. 
unlike Drew, she has such a good attitude. Like she's like always smiling and giggling and like calling Jeff out being like when they're trying to do the fire. She's like, Jeff, why are we doing a fire? Like, I just like like that about her. And she's she's a self-proclaimed like survivor historian. Like she knows a Mm -hmm. lot about the game um, and she respects the game. And I think she's been ever since Bruce left. She's been playing her own game. I I think it's been great. She's never had her name written down. I think she has a compelling story. Crazy backstory. Like, Mm -hmm. I I feel like she's like a, a great redemption arc. It's awesome. Could you see Bruce voting for her? To win? I think he would vote for Jake over Katora if Jake's there with. Yeah. I don't know I don't, that like Bruce like would respect D. Like, I don't know. I've never even seen those two interact. So I just don't know. Like, I don't think Bruce this is gonna for. be like a zero. I don't think we're gonna have I hope not. I hope we don't have any zero vote finalists. Which is great. Like That's I great. want it to be I hate yeah. when it's a sweep. A sweep is boring. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I'm excited for next episode. It's gonna it's going to fucking rock. It's going to be the finale. It's going to be two hours long, I think. Right. Top five tribal fire making mm-hmm. challenge and then final mm-hmm. tribal. So it's got to be two hours or else it's just going to be tribal the whole time. Here's my here's what I wrote down as my prediction. Okay. For finale. I said for five on the beach, Julie wins immunity. Austin goes home and maybe Jake plays his idol in a cool way. Okay. Then my my next prediction is that Julie will not be put in fire. Because okay. weren't they saying like nobody wants to go against Julie in fire? She yeah, she's good, right? Yeah. I think we probably get a little got a little foreshadowing of showing Jake and Katora in fire. So that's my prediction for going to fire. And okay. I think final Julie D and Katora. All women, baby. Oh my God, that would be fabulous. Yeah. I would be really sure. Sh- I mean, if it's Mama J, D, and Katora, that's going to be a really tough like. That's pick. what I want. I I want. I don't know if this like you know. There's so many fucking ways these things could shake out, but that I would love for each of them to like shoot their shot and not and, like no one's lame there. No, like that would be a hard decision. Yeah, I'm on board. I co-sign that. I think it's going to be right. great. What do you think about the new beach that they're going to? Like, did everyone bring their stuff? I'm confused. I think so. I think everyone brings their stuff at this point. They're bringing Emily brought her all of her stuff when she went to that Lamo boat adventure. Yeah, because she, all her stuff because everyone just brings all their stuff now. Yeah, people have gotten yeah. burned too many times. Like in honestly recent seasons, where they're not bringing their stuff everywhere, they like need it on their on their person. What is this like day 30? I feel like D at one point says it's day 34. Like they only have, or sorry, not no, 34, 20. It's 22. 22 oh, was the last number left. that I remember seeing. Okay. So they have just like a few days left at the new beach. So who cares? It's like barely yeah, a twist. Whatever. Whatever. Um, Anything else you got? Now I'm just down to my like, here are my like dumb little thoughts. My first dumb little thought. And this is the, this is the segment. <laughs> Do you have any dumb little thoughts? I sure do have dumb little thoughts. And here is one of them. Hold please. <laughs> this bed looks so awful that they're sleeping on. It looks really terrible. That's totally. a dumb little thought I have. Drew calling them demon children. That was pretty yeah. hilarious. Talked about peppers. Oh, I have written down. Um, I love, I love when people find idols and they show them to the camera. Uh, I just love it. Like like, like a wing, it. like got it. I got it. Here it is. It's like here. <laughs> I just love when they like flash it like you know, like their IDs. Um, or like their badges. Like you got the idol. 
one of mine my one of my dumb little thoughts is well last week my fixation was people being stupid and then yeah. I was like a knife in a coffin like immediately just saying something <laughs> fucking stupid um but then this week when Jake's like I'm a I'm a what is he what is the actual thing like a whatever in sheep's clothing is the word what a wolf in sheep's clothing. He goes, I'm a wolf in goat's clothing. Like, whatever. Like, yeah, so but- he says goat, and I'm like, more being stupid. But then again, I couldn't even think of the real phrase. So, yeah. like, I'm dumb as rocks. I don't have this written down. I'm just going off the dome. That was what I'm that- like. Because I'm just like, love when people flop something that's an everyday phrase. It's hilarious. Right. And that is also one of my fixations because we are back people to dog theory, and Jake is a werewolf. He's, he is he said it. This he said, "I'm a wolf." Forgot about that. <laughs> He's hairy he enough it. for it. He's got a hairy back. Oh my god! I thought you said he's hairy and up for it. Like he'd be up for being. A wolf. He's hairy and up for it. I would say, <laughs> give a, give him a full moon. Let's see it. Give him a full moon. Um, my next dumb little thought is Drew wobbling. Oh, on the, the on the yeah, that was crazy. We were like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> It was so hard to watch. Again, it was like, and I said this when we watched, I said, if he wins this challenge, it is the second time in a row that it's been the poorest, most unathletic show of. Yeah. In a challenge. And if he wins, like, I guess more power to him, but like, it's, it's terrible to watch. Agreed. Then my last dumb little thought is that, um, is Austin only wearing his little like Madame Zeroni buff at tribal like he's saving it to wear at tribal oh you mean he's not wearing it any other time no it's like he's like tiny he's like this is my tribal outfit i can't i i have not clocked that oh i had to keep an eye out i don't think he's worn that little knot thing in the front and any anything else oh oh okay 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 you're saying he's wearing it in different ways every other time but only at tribal he's madame zeroni okay Correct. i thought you were saying he doesn't wear it at all unless he's madame zeroni at tribal <laughs> No, he wears his buff, but okay, he's okay, not okay. wearing it in that twisty tie way in the front like Madame Zeroni. That's his that's in being fancy. It's his like, yeah, like you know how um like coach would put like a feather in he'd like wear his like feather earrings or like whatever, yeah. and he'd like sling his jacket over the over his shoulder. Yep. Which is so funny when the jury does that and makes fun of him. I didn't Did see, oh, did yeah, I didn't catch that. that. Oh, it's, that's so funny. Can I name names? It's Brendan and Sierra. Oh. Both when he when coach walks up to cast his vote one week, they take jackets that they brought with them to jury just to do and that sling it over their side just to be bitchy. I love that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that that's his like it's like his good luck charm. Fabulous. Yeah. Madam Zeroni. That's all I got. That's all you got. It's all your dumb little thoughts. Yeah, I don't have any other ones. Thought it was a good episode. I'm really pumped. I feel like it's it's going to be a good ending to. Um, a pretty good season. I mean, I feel like it lulled a little maybe in the middle, but I feel like a lot of Survivor seasons lull in the middle at some point. Yes. I'm excited to see like the tr- uh, the final tribal, what questions people ask and and like if any like spite comes out or anything. I'm, I'm excited. It'll be a, it'll be fun. It'll be a Survivor finale. So I'm fucking pumped for yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. Anything else? No. That's it. Okay. All right, so we'll be back for the Survivor finale, season 45, and then we'll be back again February 29th already. That's so fucking quick. Um, but then we're also going to cover some of the traders. I'm not I don't want to do every episode, but maybe like 
the first three episodes are dropping January 12th. And then maybe we can do like a mid-season check-in and then a, a finale check-in um, just because I don't think we would need to do every week. But do love the do love the traders. So if everyone, if you haven't seen season one, go binge it. Um, got some survival. I'm on there this season coming up. Parvati and Sandra are both on it, which is going to be like, in the trailer. Sandra's already like, if I see one deceitful thing come from her, I'm boating her ass out. Like right all the about mm. Parvati. It's going to be so fucking good. Those two are always pitted against each other as like the survivor queen of all time. Iconic. So um, I'm pumped to see how that turns out. But that's all we got. We are Binge on TV. And thanks for listening. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.